A Little Insight with Sam Little. Life as a visually impaired young person. Coincidentally, when this week's hottest topic is guide dogs, was a week that I started the process of looking into getting a guide dog. (laughs) What are the chances? I have been thinking about getting a guide dog for some time and the seed has been planted in various different ways. One, when I met with a colleague who had a guide dog and I was amazed that the dog was able to take me to my desk. Um, (laughs) Secondly, reading articles about people who run with their guide dogs who are visually impaired. And I'm just kind of getting into a stage in my life where I think I just need to slow down and find ways to prevent one from getting so stressed. So actually, it was Guide Dog Day a few weeks ago, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to phone them up. So I phoned up the organisation and had a really nice chat with the lady. She took loads of information and said, somebody will be in touch with you soon. I'm very confused about if this is something that I want to do. A, because I still have good central vision, would I truly benefit from having a guide dog or can I see too much? I have a really active, hectic lifestyle. Is a guide dog actually going to benefit me or is it going to get in the way, amongst other conflicting reasons? So the next step was is that somebody from the organisation would come to your home and take you through different stages of the process depending on whether you want to proceed. So a very nice lady came to my house earlier this week and spoke to me about how the procedure works, asked me lots of questions about my situation. Once we've done that, she said the next step is to do the general information questionnaire if you want to proceed. I thought, well, you know what? You're here. We might as well. What I really enjoyed and learned most from the conversation is that you can pull out at any time apart from when you actually get the dog. So, for example, if it got to the training stage and I said, you know what, it's just not for me, I'm not ready for this, I don't need it, or even as far as the assessment, I realised, actually, I think I'm going to wait a bit longer before I pursue this option. So that made me feel a lot more comfortable about looking into it. So we did the general information questionnaire, we did a medical questionnaire, we went out for a walk so she could see my cane skills and how I get about And one really interesting thing I learned was how much you put up with, how much you just get on with things. And I think sometimes we don't realise how much mental strain we're put under, how much strain our concentration levels are put under, how tiring it is, how exhausting emotionally it is, let alone the physical implications and the practical implications that having a visual impairment have on your life. From having that discussion, I learned that the best benefit a guide dog would give me is reducing my stress level somewhat, um, which is something I struggle with. So once those three questionnaires and part of the procedure have been done, I guess it's left in the hands now of the guide dog mobility officer or assessor, and they come to your house possibly with a guide dog and with the handle and the jacket, and they assess your living situation and your family situation, and then you're either accepted or told that actually this isn't the right option for you. So that's kind of where I am at the moment. And it was a much more positive experience than I thought it was going to be. Um, It was really relaxed and formal. I've always been quite negative and quite apprehensive about guide dog as an option for me. But um, just talking it through with her and with my husband, we really feel like this is going to be a really positive asset to our lifestyle 
Um, there's still a lot of things I need to consider. Like, I travel a lot for work. I'm always dashing about a million miles an hour. And also, it's just finding the right dog at the moment. The waiting list is a year to 18 months just because they're so short staffed and not having as many people to train and socialise the dogs that are being bred down south. So, I will keep you posted. If anything, it's made me a lot more aware about what guide dogs the association and users are going through. I mean, the amount of reports you hear about people who have been denied access and rejected use of services is incredible when it's actually illegal. (laughs) Who knows, maybe I'll get on my soapbox (laughs) when I get a dog if I get one. Yes, I shall keep you posted and speak to you next week. A Little Insight with Sam Little. Life as a visually impaired young person.